Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it's Christy. And Heather. From Sinisterhood with some exciting news. We are on tour right now and we are having an absolute blast. So much fun. We cannot wait for our next tour dates. They're coming up in August. We're going to be in Detroit, Michigan on August 15th, Columbus, Ohio on August 16th, and Pittsburgh, PA on August 17th. We've got an all new show for you this tour called Full Moon Energy. If you've seen a live show before, this is just as fun and as exciting. It's a totally different format, though. It's all about the moon, but there's so much under the moon cryptids, conspiracies, true crime. All sorts of spooky, interesting, fun stuff mixed in with some very fun audience participation bits as well. <laughs> so much fun audience participation. And someone said, it's as if we travel with a, a cabinet of curiosities of all the things we have on stage from McGruff to the corn skulls and all kinds of things in between. So for just that. We're going to have to get like a trunk. To carry yeah, all of truck. our curiosities around so then we can just take them to each city and reveal the <laughs> trunk because, yeah, there's there's a lot. What else is in the trunk? You <laughs> won't believe it. Well, come on out and see us because we'll teach you stuff, we'll laugh with you, and we'll show you your goods. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets for all shows are available now. For all details, including dates, times, venues, and more, visit Sinisterhood.com slash live shows. We'll see you on the road. A group of newcomers descended on a tiny East Texas town with their strange beliefs as their leader posted increasingly odd videos online claiming to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ and an extraterrestrial star commander of a galactic spaceship. They caught the eye of a journalist on TikTok reporting on cults, but once the group went viral, unsavory details about its leader's past emerged. The group tried hiding its online activity, but some residents say the so-called doomsday cult has not stopped its pursuit of the small town. This week's episode is Profundity Yours, Part 1. Up bump in the night, your heart fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse It's hopeless, you're doomed You'd call a priest if you could You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood I'm gonna kill you Well, this episode is a, a mini-sode coming to you from our Patreon feed that we did just a couple months ago, but... It is something that's been gaining more and more information on it in the public. The Dallas Morning News just did an article on this group uh, just this past week. We'd heard about it from a lot of people. And because it's not too far from us, you know, people always like to send us stuff when it's local. And then we discovered kind of on TikTok that another journalist, Siren Warner, has been covering this cult as well. And it's one that's kind of just now getting some traction so we're kind of 
getting in when uh, on the on the ground floor here, which is, in my opinion, the best time to get in, not to join, but to try and help those that are have joined. Right, exactly. Yeah, if it's it's better if there's only ten or twenty people that are possibly harmed instead of 900 people right. that are possibly harmed. No, certainly. And you're right, because it is so new. There, That's why we did it as a mini-sode. There was very little information, but now in the preceding months, more and more has come out that we're now able to do a part two, including our interview with Sierra Warner, who kind of broke this story on TikTok. So we have uh, a discussion with him coming up for you all next week. And what we learned from him and the he, terabytes of video evidence that he has and uh, information that he's been willing to share, uh, be able to discuss some of that in part two. As well as talking with some people that currently have family members that are involved in this cult and they desperately want them out and back. So anything we can do to help with anyone that may be involved in this is does not want to be or the families of the victims, then we're going to do whatever we can. Yeah. And if it helps to get the information out there, I know sometimes, you know, stuff will get shared, you know, maybe some of the group's videos get shared on an innocuous forum, not knowing the underlying details of it. So I guess the more holistic information we can help put out there, uh, that's what we're going to help do with uh, all the all the info we've gleaned so far is in this one. And you'll hear the rest of it in part two. And if you have been affected by this cult or you know someone that has, you can email us at sinisterhoodpodcast at gmail.com and we'll be in touch with you to discuss that further. Yeah, let us know your story. So thanks for those who have reached out so far. Yeah, this, like Heather said, this was a mini-sode, but sometimes our mini-sodes, after enough people hear them or more comes out, we realize this could help more people being released to a wider audience. So that's why I made the call with this one. Right, yeah. If more people need to hear it or if it'll help when somebody's Googling it, you know, just something to come up. Yeah, true. That's all. That's what we can do. And thanks to all of everybody on Patreon for supporting us to be able to create it in the first place. Absolutely. If anybody is like me, you just said, is that a word? Turns out it is. It is a Didn't word. Didn't know it was a word until we started doing i mean i know what profound means mm -hmm. but i did not know profundity i thought it was just some garble language like the other shit she said yeah i was gonna say i can't <laughs> blame you word. if someone says 10 things to you and nine of them aren't words you're like well surely the 10th <laughs> one's also gibberish and you're like no it's actually it's just kind of an arcane like a uh, uh, different version of it. it's like oh that's she spoke with great profundity but i think yeah, people yeah, would yeah. now say like oh her speech was profound yeah, yeah. Or it's like, yeah, I wouldn't well, say it that way. But not Linda. Linda's got to do it different. If we've learned anything from Linda, <sighs> she's not one to stay inside the box. Linda. So are we going to go? Are we going to Marietta? That's where all this is going down. We're going on tour. Full Moon Energy Marietta show. <laughs> I did Google about 10 minutes ago. How far is it to get there? Turns out two hours, 45 minutes. So it stops. I'm thinking about three and a half or so. Yeah, we'd have to, there'd have to be something for me to keep going to, you know, on the other side, go like, we're You're gonna not going to go and turn around and come back. No, I'm not making the trip just for Linda. But if I'm on my way, if we were going to go, I was listening to an episode of National Park After Dark today about hot springs. And it's made me want to go to hot, hot springs, oh, Arkansas. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there. So we could just, I went on a motorcycle keep trip. Going. We started in hot springs, but we didn't stay. We drove across the 
Tallahina Scenic Bypass. So it's one of those where if I'm going out that way for something, I'm fine to go out that way. But I'm not trying to go out for no three. I'm sorry. Know. Is the Old Town Cafe <laughs> menu not enough for you to go to Marietta, Texas? I can. Can I just tell you? And this is a deep cut weird friendship reference that I say deep cut only because our listeners haven't seen it but I imagine that this is the same restaurant from that short film that we made that you're in that they're trying to order coleslaw (laughs) I think that's I can't prove that Startown Cafe and this Old Town Cafe are the same thing oh yes but the the the, um, fictional Startown Cafe I thought you meant the restaurant we actually filmed (laughs) and I was like damn (laughs) no but our friend wrote us a funny little short film in Paris and I directed it and Christy was in it and it's about this weird little diner with the country kind of waitress and I was Mm -hmm. like I bet that's the same (laughs) it's like the similar feel of you're in in a diner that's just not quite right. Like you stop at this roadside diner and you're like, it's a small town. And then the people start acting weird. And then residents are like, well, we used to own this, but the cult bought it. So it's the cult's <laughs> restaurant now. And you're like, what's in this tuna salad? <laughs> Anyways, tuna salad's on special today. It's delicious. Make sure you eat Every bat. Did you park in the front spots? Because those are Starfleet vehicle parking only <laughs> for interstellar travel vehicles. Because uh, we're about to get into it. They're not driving John Deere's out here. Hell no. Although, don't maybe besmirch the good name of John don't Deere. Threaten me. And I appreciate the multiple people that have reached out to me personally to say, hey, I got a John Deere riding lawnmower if you want to come mowing lawn and i'm just deciding who i'm gonna take up on their offer right now all of I'm like, them uh, it's like draft day and i'm like <laughs> a number one pick and i have a lot of options and i gotta see where should i go we're doing a signing day ceremony of christy responding to emails saying yes i will be there i would love to ride on your farm implement because we did after you said that was a bucket list we have so many kind people that were like Hell yeah, you can come ride my lawnmower. <laughs> You're like, wait, so you just want to mow a lawn? I got a lawn, you mow. Come exactly. on over. Yeah, right. Why are you uh, Why are you wishing when you can make your dreams come true? Oh, damn. That's what Linda said. Oh, speaking of That's dreams. That's how she started. What is what you called Love is One 2.0? Yeah. And this is what it seems like. They got a like. lot of the same similarities for sure. It's only a matter of time before she has a GoFundMe for a tilt to whirl. Or maybe hers oh, will be like yeah. a tiny, like bumper boats or something. I don't know, a roller coaster. <laughs> but there's. There. I feel like Linda, she walks the fine line between like. Uh, thrill seeking and death defying. So I don't think she's doing tilt a whirl. I think yeah. it's like Were they, bungee jumping. Yeah, they pull you back and it like, shoots yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah, that's like. A lot more immersive. <laughs> There's a video of her, one of her early ones, that she's just like, I'm going to go bathe in this local river. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. She's ready to, you don't take, you don't get to run a cult if you don't take risks, is what I'm saying. And she's you know a risk what? taker. Nobody's ever run a cult sitting from their on their couch. <laughs> so, like they have couch to 5K. Yes. You got couch to cult. cult. Yeah. And it'll teach you how to get there. Yeah. She followed the playbook. She followed the Mother God playbook. Out of this world is Linda Good McGillis. (laughs) She's going to be front and center at our next show. We'll we'll know her. We'll we'll know her voice before we see her, I think. Yeah. (laughs) We're like, who hasn't seen the show before? Woo. She's. I can't tell if it's an affectation or what, but we'll get into it. I think it's. 
at some point, I think if you do that long enough, like it probably just becomes how you talk or damages your vocal cords. Honestly, yeah. that's what I'm, the way she does that voice. I'm like, I you're not gonna be able to come back from that. Yeah. Or it's years and years of smoking. Just so it's many pell mell. What it sounds like. A <laughs> lot of palmals. Virginia what do you think Slims. Her, I was going to say Virginia oh, Slims. That's what it is. My grandma smoked. This first cigarette I ever had was a Virginia Slim. Oh, man. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So skinny. Weird. The whole thing. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. <laughs> Let's get into it. I was just laughing about the Virginia Slim. <laughs> They're, They're just so like, skinny. Do you want a regular thing, but smaller? And some people are like, yeah, it's like a, it's like those tiny cans it's, of Coke. Yes. See, well, Virginia Slims are like, they may even be longer than a regular cigarette, but they are like a fourth of the width of a cigarette. The circumference is so thin. It's ridiculous. I don't mean to laugh. My old man smoked Marlboros forever, but uh, for some reason, I don't, the idea of the Virginia Slims is like, hey, for some people, it's not about girth, okay? It's about length. Don't worry about what I, we make up for it in length. That's what they did. That's what they did. I believe also menthol. So, you oh, know. Lord, she would. Got that going, too. Mm. Oh, Linda. Yeah. I smoked menthols for a while. When I look back on how long I smoked, yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. It's, how long was yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> um, well, eighth grade, I would say, is when it My began. My jaw dropped. <laughs> you, put a, you smoked a cigarette in eighth grade? That's yes. illegal. <laughs> It's yeah. Yes, That's why when the cool bad. kids were like, "Hey Heather, do you want to try a cigarette?" I said, "No, it's illegal." And then I That's threw illegal. it in the gutter like a fucking narc. And they were like, "You did that for real?" Yes, I threw it in the gutter, and then they all got mad, and they were going to beat me up. And this is my mom's like going to be like, "Don't tell them the story." She was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "They tried to give me a cigarette, and I threw it away, and now they want one back." And she was like, "Well, get one of your dad's and give it to them." So, that they- <laughs> so I did, and I had to tell my dad like, "Have a cigarette to give these kids." <laughs> Don't beat me up. Wow. And he, he's like, here yeah. you go. And he gave me one. <laughs> Not wow. good. But I think she did what she had to do to keep me from getting my ass whooped. Because she's like, oh, damn, you stepped in it. <laughs> I don't know if I can help I mean, you. It takes a lot for young kids to get a cigarette. So if you just willy nilly discard that, you got to come correct and give it back. Honestly, it felt like such a fucking McGruff the Crime Dog PSA to be like, these are illegal. And I threw it down. And then the PSA ends and they don't tell you afterwards, like, I'm McGruff to tell you these kids are going to whoop your ass. They're going to be really mad. <laughs> so He just left me. No, he left you high and dry. So oh, high man. And dry. Well, yeah, it's a. Uh, Throughout college and beyond, I I was still smoking when Tommy and I first started dating. And then probably like a year into our relationship, I think, is when I've maybe cut it out. For a while, it was like I stopped smoking. But if I was drinking, Mm -hmm. then I would want a cigarette. So then I had to stop drinking to kind of like get everything out of my system to where I didn't crave it anymore. And stopped drinking for several months, and then I was able to get back to where I could, you know, do stuff. And then, like, the first time I was like, oh, I want a cigarette. And then I had one. I was like, oh, Oh, worst mistake ever. Yeah. Oh, man, that taste in your mouth the next day or just the burn in your throat. Also, the smell. Oh, yeah. What was I I thinking? Mm -mm. It's Mm -mm. pungent. As a kid, I always smell like cigarettes. 
Yeah, yeah. I could. I can't even walk by it now without being like, oh, I don't know how I was always smelling like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just to me, it's kind of homey, too, though. But that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. But, mm, smells like home. <laughs> speaking of smells like home. Oh, East Texas. Oh, yes. Well, here we go. In April of 2023, news began to spread of a cult developing in the East Texas town of Marietta, about 150 miles east of Dallas, just west of Texarkana near the Arkansas and Louisiana border. Marietta is a small town of just 115 people with only a single restaurant. Reports emerged that a cult called Profundity Yours was not only buying up land in and around Marietta, but that they also bought the town's only restaurant. Ain't that about a bitch. There's one <laughs> place. The one place everybody can gather and talk about you. You just said, not today. Not on my watch. Shutting it down. Yeah, yeah. And there's drama in the Facebook group about people that have sold either the restaurant or the land to people. Anytime they comment on anything, they'll be like, well, you're the one that sold our restaurant to a cult. Mm. <laughs> so God. they're getting called out. 115 people is such a small amount of people. That's less people than most people graduate high school with. Yeah. So imagine like everyone that lives in your town can be fit into like one building. Yeah, probably like one church on a full day. Maybe you have yeah, some Yeah, not even that outside. big of a building. No. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows everybody's business. I can't be living in a town like that. I can't take it. <laughs> Sinisterhood will be right back. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. News first broke of Profundity Years on TikTok, based on the reporting of journalist and so-called cult hunter, Siren Warner. Warner began posting videos after receiving an email about the group in November of 2022. Warner calls the group's closest analog, Heaven's Gate. One of his TikToks even features footage of the Profundity Years' apparent leader, Linda Good McGillis, participating in a Zoom call with a surviving member of Heaven's Gate. And in the comments, someone said, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that the person from Heaven's Gate? And Siren was like, yep. But this is really the first place it got traction was he started reporting on it because someone emailed him about it in late no, in like November of 2022. And he said as soon as he started looking into it, it was like, OK, like it went deep. There's a lot of videos. And once you just start hearing the language, that's when he said he knew he wanted to reach out to like survivors and people that were associated but now separate like willing to talk pretty much it's interesting that you might leave one cult 
to join another. Yeah, it looked like, so this is the, I won't say the problem, but an issue I see here it, with not just with Linda, but with Linda, then this Heaven's Gate surviving group. And then there's another person who conducted this like really long interview with Linda on YouTube. That's like, it's like two hours long. It's a lot. And God bless Sierra and Warner, who went through and cut out all the best parts for everybody. Like, oh, the British guy? Yes. Also, like... That she burns? Like, she, like, roasts? A couple times. But it's like... You're throughout? Because he thinks he's a star seed, and then that's a whole separate thing, is the not just people who think they're star seeds, but then those who have said, oh, I'm a leader of star seeds, so you need to come follow me and pay $500 for my seminar. So there's a... A swath of people that have these kind of strange beliefs anyway, and then there are unscrupulous folks who are using those beliefs to then, like, milk them for money. Well, a tale as old as time. Always. Am I right? You know. Siren's TikTok, it's not just this cult either. He reports on, you know, uh, there's a lot about Branch Davidians and Heaven's Gate. Yeah. What's that one? There's one, like, the body that's in Alaska. That he was, oh, it's like a new gosh, one. Gosh, I haven't seen that. It's like a new one, and I think that's kind of how he ended up going on TikTok with stuff. And then something happened with that. And I mean, he's upfront about it, and he's like, "This investigation, I had to stop because of this reason." So that's why when we first found this, we're like, "I was like, this person says cult hunter." Well, the people from the body started calling him a cult hunter, and he kind of took it as like a joke. Like he was like, "I'm not a cult gotta hunter." Got embrace it. But then he embraced it and was like, "Oh, I'm cult hunter Sierra Warner." And I was like, "You gotta, you know, lean in." There's no such press as bad press, which leads into me also saying, I, some of these times I think, yes, he's doing a service by bringing it to everybody's attention. Also, a lot of people are going to now know of this that wouldn't have that possibly agree with it and want to join. I would. Yeah, that's a good point. Hopefully. And I wonder if that's why he chooses like the most outrageous stuff. Not only that, I mean, it does get views and clicks, but to be like, if you search her name, hopefully the first thing you see is a survivor talking about how she acts or whatever. Yeah, maybe that's he's like, if you Google it, it's not just good stuff. (laughs) Based on publicly available clips posted online, a picture has formed of the woman running Profundity Years. Born in Portland, Oregon, but raised in Montana, Linda now resides in the small town of Marietta. Linda determined that the group should move to Marietta because the stars aligned and revealed a portal to a star dimension there. You think that's listed in the maps, go? <laughs> Page like- 58 the star dimension. That, you got a capital. This is what's going to put your town on the map. <laughs> Or Marietta, all, hundred, <laughs> all 115 people are well aware of the star dimension, want to keep it to themselves. Yeah. And now they, they're they going to have 144,000 people coming into their small town when they wanted to try and keep it under wraps. Linda blew the lid off the whole thing. She's wrecking shit, man. It's like whenever <laughs> they start listing off these like, you know, Dallas suburbs and like when we covered Wiley and it was like 5,000 people live there and like 50,000 people live there now. You're like, we had a good thing going before y'all showed uh-huh. up. It was like, we had yeah. a really nice restaurant. There was never a wait. It really is sad though when it does happen to small towns Truly. like this because the type of people that want to live in a small Texas town of 115, they don't want to deal with bullshit and drama. They don't want to see neighbors. That's why my aunt and uncle moved out into 
the boonies of Oklahoma is because he doesn't like people. He doesn't want to be able to look around and <laughs> like, see fuck everybody. another house for miles. You know what I mean? Oh, there's something to be said about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got, I mean, and they have great land. They've got yeah. a lot of like cattle. They got a pond stocked with catfish. They got all sorts of stuff. You don't need to see a neighbor. I mean, no. you know, shit goes down. You might need some help, but you're banking on that doesn't happen. You probably know the sheriff's number, but you're right. And if mm-hmm. you think about it, like if they're set up, which a lot of people in rural areas either maybe don't have resources or living in, you know, housing that they inherited or something and they don't want to leave or they don't have the means to leave or you have a nice setup of your land and your your yeah. catfish pond. I can't go find this just anywhere. I can't just pick up and move like I've made a home. You shouldn't have to move when you have right. people moving in trying to elbow you out. No, you shouldn't. And I think that's when you start got to you got to rally the troops, get a town meeting going on. <laughs> Christy's like, the don't get them. all have mayors. Probably. It could be yeah, somebody's in charge. They have someone. They have a sheriff or somebody. Linda believes on, on April 25th, 2014, she became a walk in vessel for an extraterrestrial light being. In a video posted to her social media accounts, Linda explained she experienced The violation of the body. That day, and described it as a rape. After the event, she said her voice changed. And the fractal of Linda left. It took three times for the consciousness to walk into her vessel, according to Linda. She claims enormous, saucer-sized blisters appeared on her feet, which are the result of trying to walk in at a 12-dimensional frequency when she needed to walk in at a 7-dimensional frequency. This is a, I think, a moment in her life that might have actually happened. And she's Mm. maybe trauma Mm -hmm. masking with saying that and that I really hope that all of this delusion did not just come from this one incident. But she describes it as like a wonderful life changing thing because this is how she got all her power. But given the nature yeah, and just des- describe it as a rape is never something you don't use that word lightly. You shouldn't, certainly. Mm-hmm. Granted, these are all people's comments on the internet, but on a lot of these posts on TikTok and stuff, commenters will be like, I'm a psychologist. I recognize all the triggers of like trauma here. Like, clearly, she's had a lot of abuse and trauma in her life that she's working through. And that certainly wouldn't shock me i think to get to a point where she's at same with um the love is one mother love like she had a history of yeah being in abusive relationships and stuff at some point does your body and your brain start to create stories to protect yourself you know i mean are you suffering from so much ptsd that you kind of your personality start to splinter who's to say i'm not a psychologist i definitely think she should see one and get some therapy at the very least, for the past relationships we've she has had, which we will get into in a bit. Yeah, and it's hard. You're right, though, that there are signs of like, oh, she's made that up to cope, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I get that impression. Early YouTube videos dated from 2019 show a much less gruff-sounding Linda generally ruminating on her spiritual journey. Then the videos began to be released more frequently with increasingly bizarre content. The time during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic marked Linda's greatest increase in followers. 
And yeah, if you go back to like old, old YouTube, like pre-pandemic videos of her, like I said, she's like, well, I went swimming. I can't remember if it was a river or lake, but a natural body of water. And she said, I find it very cleansing and it's now begun to rain, which I took as a good sign that I need to be cleansing and healing more. It wasn't anything that I saw out of the ordinary that if like a friend of mine posted that on Instagram, I wouldn't, unless my friend was like, I don't believe in anything like that. And then suddenly was believing in it. But if someone was generally spiritual, genuinely or generally connected to nature, it was wasn't like too out of the ordinary right it was maybe a little uh you know woo woo they might say but nothing like problematic yes i think with love is one this and i'm sure a ton of other cults during the pandemic is when a lot of people found these because they were online all the time and they just wanted connection so a lot of people found it in these types of channels. And you're right. And I noticed the comments were from further and further away people. Like when I clicked, I was like, this mm-hmm. person's from the Netherlands. This person's from Australia. So she is now starting to where she's reaching people on like live streams and videos that she had. She was not having that large of a following that wide. The official Profundity Years website describes the New Age group as a society of diverse humans coming together now to co-create a new environment, one of empowered gratitude and heart-based living as one with the earth. Each one of us contributes wisdom, experience, and limitless perspectives on new ways of being, living, and participating in life. When describing their purpose, the site claims that members... Bring wisdom of the ways of the ancients to present reality, whilst letting go of the modernization enslavement by living our ancient futuristic knowing. None of that <laughs> is even understandable. Christy, it's everything you- <laughs> on this site is complete word salad. Did you use, uh, did you use magnetic poetry to write that, or? Uh- <laughs> Dude, I had a word generator and I just kept hitting. <laughs> hey, ChatGPT. Whatever came. Yeah, I put this all through AI. It is. Let's just go to the website. Oh, yeah. I here, I've it got it pulled here. up. I got it pulled up. I'm gonna, here. It is so. It's. It really is almost insulting how it's written to, because it's. It's so intentionally preying on people with buzzwords that are just wanting to like feel good, spirituality, you know, a deep connection with others and nature. All of that is great. I agree with all that. But then when you read the entire page and you're like, I'm more confused now than when I started, it's, it's just words thrown together. The mission, live as one with the earth, whole heart, whole mind, whole soul, whole spirit, Promote, apply, embody spirit, a.k.a. Peabody? What? What does that mean? And there's no other mention of Peabody anywhere. You have to be like Mr. Peabody and ask questions (laughs) about the future. There's also really weird capitalization of things Mm -hmm. that like normally wouldn't be capitalized. Yeah. Uh, So And not every time. Like the word new will be capitalized sometimes, but not other times. Yeah. Nobody ran this through Grammarly or anything like that. If you click on the first thing in the menu, which is PY Global Private Group, they have a private Facebook group, much like we do with our Patreon yes, subscribers. Yes, but, well, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, but they charge their well, people to, well, do we? Yeah, this okay, one says but it's not if, the only thing you get. No, but I was going to say, and the thing with their Facebook group, if you don't participate, they will throw you out. It says, oh, non-participation. The contract? 
It is. This is six pages long reading this fucking thing. It's so many. So, yeah, it's uh, it says content. It basically says anything. No idle gossip or chatter is allowed. I like don't idle you gossip bring that in here. We have enough of our own gossip. We got to deal with. Yeah, they uh, but you have to have an interview with their team before you're allowed. in. you must be willing to have a video call with admins. I won't lie to you. I thought about signing up for this and giving them. It's a 30 minute free phone call. <laughs> But if you want to be a part of the group, it's a monthly self-investment of $50. Yeah, I do. I'm not giving them $50. And then it says, we never wish to overstretch anyone financially. However, we do wish that they invest in themselves as the mortal consciousness takes things more logically serious when it pays for something. You know what? That sentence is completely grammatically wrong. That's but garbage. I do agree with the fact that if you have put money into something, yes. you are more likely to like show up for it. Yes. I don't think that they went about it the right way. Then it goes on to say, this self-investment is paid month to month at the beginning of each month. Therefore, the responsibility is that you manually make that payment. Well, that's not a good business model on their part because mm. you're asking a lot of people to remember to do that. That probably aren't going to and then you're going to lose out on money yeah i don't think it's going to go well uh at all there's some other bullet points content shared promoting people to subscribe like watch or buy products will be removed as they act as a distraction and may contain distortion that which is not aligned with the purpose of the group you may see linda and admins posting things from time to time however we do so from trusted sources oh they're allowed to like subscribe and they're share allowed. but nobody else they vetted it they yeah. vetted it i also want to point out how difficult it is to read this because there is not one comma in anything they've written <laughs> the there's a couple crime. periods zero commas uh they are not looking into uh any type of there's not really at all i can see like editing they also have made a ton of stuff private if you click on live stream yes. videos if you click on her name every single video that used to be embedded in their page and was available publicly on their youtube channel is no longer you can still make a conscious gratitude offering which is just a donation via paypal but what i really want to discuss is the recipes they're real into and, this and food pictures they post which couldn't be less visually appealing they are as if someone snapped a pic with their phone that they just microwaved i mean literally there's like bowls in microwaves of like look how delicious this lentil soup is lentil soup has never looked good on camera mm -mm. don't put it on camera you're doing it dirty and then they can't <laughs> even like jazz up the presentation it's no. i was laughing out loud at some of where's the i gotta find Click the on a, who we are about us it takes you to like their recipes for some reason home let me go to home where are we who we are. Oh, they have an herbal remedies blog, an aromatherapy blog, off-grid living blog. Uh-oh. Academy is coming soon. A lot of stuff's coming soon. A lot soon. of stuff's Here coming Here we are. Soon. Love cooking. Recipes. Oh. <laughs> are you looking at that, that casserole sitch? I'm looking at... Okay, so it's recipes categories. I have to read what has to be a template that they just, like, mm -hmm. didn't really edit because appetizers it's 
Some of these are stock photos. Some of these were snapped with a Motorola flip phone. It says, under appetizers, the best options to stimulate your appetite. You can click on soups to feel hydrated with the delicious soup. You got to hydrate with the little soup. Is it? It's like a guy running and he's like, I got this Gatorade bottle. It's fucking bowl of lentil soup. <laughs> Main dishes. Dishes has a C in it. Uh, nowhere else does it have that. Side dishes. Here are the subsidiaries for the main dishes. Who wrote this? <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Uh, Time for some refreshing salads. The picture of this salad looks like a bowl of creamed corn with some parsley in the middle. Excellent. And then a desserts. But if you click on them, okay, let's go to main dishes. There's always two recipes under every category. Mm-hmm. This one, you can either have sauteed white mushrooms or roasted Brussels sprouts. Yum. Yeah. Did you get to the fried cheese recipe? <laughs> We go back. Is that under appetizers? Um, I just, yeah, it looks like it's under appetizers. It's the oh, here it is. Ingredients yeah. are under listed. the cornbread with white cheese recipe. Yeah, it's in it's listed in grams, which I found strange. 30, 300 to three hundred and fifty grams of trapista or monk cheese, two eggs, some flour, <laughs> some, just some. How much? Just some breadcrumbs some, and, and again no amount of yeah breadcrumbs. you basically dip the cheese into the flour and then i would eat this my thing is it said in the on the muffins though it was saying to cook things at 200 degrees celsius what yes it says for well, the muffins when you're not from this planet i guess your ovens are different it's true they're <laughs> the um spaceships have ovens on them and they have they're only in celsius yeah, all of these foods seem like a, you know, if you were going to put a church potluck recipe cookbook together, it's it's all very like homemade stuff. Easy. Yeah, very easy. But it's none of it screams cult eating clean and green type of food. It's all like fried, just stuff you could whip up in, you know, a couple minutes. Yeah. And I think that cooking is like a ruse to throw people off that they're a cult. <laughs> Yeah, or I think it might just be something they enjoy because on their Facebook page, <laughs> to just like include it. We love on it. On their Facebook page, it's like, join us this week. And I guess this is all virtually for, and everything is just like, it's the same post every week, but then they've just copy and pasted whatever the new thing is. One of it was um, making your own bath salts, uh, pattern art, how good are cucumbers? It's just like the weirdest thing where I think that these people are just kind of lost yeah, and kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what'll stick. And maybe they're just bored and like, well, these things interest us. Why don't we see if this attracts people? Yeah, that's what it seems like. It's kind of like, well, we'll just what does well, because they also will post like kind of teal swan inspirational images. And it's like recipes do well. Inspirational in- images do well. Oh, I like to make recipes. Oh, I'll make images. You know, it, it mm-hmm. almost is just like, oh, somebody in the group does this. So they're like, it can just be for the group. Yeah, it's very somebody in the group does this and they're not a professional, but we are letting them do it as if they were. Yeah. Which is very love is one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sinisterhood will be right back. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. 
It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Both on her own social media channels and on those of fellow believers, Linda speaks in odd phrases, apparently convinced that she is not only a Christ-like chosen figure, but also a sci-fi-style space captain. One of the videos, she says, I have holographic and computers in front of me because I'm one of the highest ranking commanders of the Intergalactic Federation of Worlds. I'm in direct contact with my ships and my fleets. Not only that, Linda claims, I'm one of the commanders that guide this starship called Earth. Linda kind of low-key sounds like McGruff. (laughs) (laughs) I only have so much of a low register. (laughs) No, I I think uh, McGruff has probably been talking to Linda is what, you know. McGruff's like, (laughs) McGruff's, hey, was somebody talking about me? Hey, baby. Hey, hey, McGruff. Linda's higher. Linda's higher up. That's how you know that that she's got you as you start talking like her. Hey, do you want to have some of my corn muffins? (laughs) Oh, is that your recipe? I donated it to the group. Get out of here, McGruff. (laughs) It's not about you. (laughs) This vast interstellar space travel is not always a benefit back on Earth. Linda also complained. Try driving a car in a human world when you're used to driving a starship that has everything in front of you. You you mean I have to drive on this? (laughs) Some of what she says, I feel like she's working on a stand-up She's low-key funny in some things. She does, like, other, like, she does, like, reaction voices from a, an invisible audience. So she'd be like, the audience will be like, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to do this. You're right. It's like, she, but I think that probably goes to making her a compelling speaker that people want to listen to. They're like, they get that way of speaking, like, stand-up-ish. Yeah, some of it, at one point I had to stop because... I, I was, my head was hurting and I honestly got sleepy, like listening to it because it was so confusing. But I thought, what if this is a tactic? Because you are really confused. And I was like, I don't even really know. I got to go lay down. So if you keep everybody kind of confused in this, you know, sleepy, I don't know what's going on state. You got a lot more control over them. I think so. And people in the comments would be like, I don't understand this. And other commenters would go, you have to listen to it four or five times and then it really Ugh. sinks in. Well, then you're encouraging people to like, oh, like obsessively mm-hmm. like study something. Besides bragging about her abilities behind the wheel of the spaceship, Linda also warned her followers about the end of the world. She said in an interview on YouTube published earlier this year that the world would end during the spring equinox of 2023 which happened Monday, March 20th. The interviewer asked Linda, Oh, wow. So you'll think it'll be that soon? To which Linda replied, Oh, I I don't think. I know. I'm the one who puts the binary codes out. What an answer. Okay, then. He's like, all right. (laughs) Oh, okay, then. Cheerio. It's a lot. What she And it's hard to even really pin down exactly what she believes and what she's espousing because it is such a word salad and all over the place. I don't, I don't know if it's by design or she's just struggling so much with her own stuff that she's also lost sight. Maybe a bit of both. I think, and it, it seems to me mother God style love has one kind of where it's like, Oh, 
we're subjected to the whims of this person. So it, there is no yeah. like cogent. These are what we believe. These are the tenants that we believe. It's just like, I don't know. It's just whatever she wants. Well, what does she want today? Chicken tetrazzini. I don't fucking know. She was yelling yeah. earlier. It's just like it could just be because it's a person struggling with something else that everyone hasn't said. Hey, do you need help? It's been like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we should worship you. Okay, sounds good. We'll do that. And then nobody's getting better. In fact, people are getting worse. Yeah, no, exactly. With, you know, organized religions and stuff, usually it's years, decades, centuries of like, this is what we believe. Do things get tweaked a little along the way? Sure. But with someone like this that every day, you don't know what you're waking up to. Yeah. It's exhausting to keep up with that mentally, like to constantly just be hearing like stuff that your brain can't compute tires you out and it's also you can't argue with it because if it's like oh well last week you said this it's either no i didn't or i know what i said but i got a new code from the starfleet and they told me Mm -hmm. and it's just wheels off and if you don't if you can't respect that then clearly you're not a true member of the intergalactic brigade and then you're ousted and sent to some shed in the desert to wait out the next two weeks yeah right go go stand on the back of the ranch out there with nobody else Mm-hmm. According to Linda, Spring Equinox 2023 would be the day we would leave this form and become ascended. Linda herself would leave her earthly form, or meat suit as she calls it, and become Crystal Sophia, the first divination of life. According to audio footage from Survivors of the Cult, published by Warner, Sophia is the original feminine creator. Linda believes she is the essence of Sophia, a godlike creature and believes her mission here on Earth is to choose the new 12 faithful followers of herself. She also claimed that the DNA inside her is one of the originals that created the first DNA strand from which we are all derived. We've all got a little Linda in us. (laughs) I mean, we do, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these are some hallmark cult traits right Cl- mm-hmm. claiming that you're a deity claiming that you are a timeless being that you've seen and known all yeah again makes it real hard to argue with that you're looking for others to follow mm-hmm. you so then you create this urgency of like being a chosen one mm-hmm. because there's an end date and you got to get in good you better be at the cool kids table so you get to be one of the ones that Goes to wherever she thinks they're all going. You slough off your meat suit and ascend to the stars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you say there's only 12 and it's like, well, we have 11 so far, which of the two of you will it be? And these people are going to hunger gains it out. Yep. Linda has also adopted the number 144,000 from other religions and told her followers that exact number of refugees would come to Marietta and that the group needed to be ready. 144,000 is also a pertinent number in the Christian Bible's book of Revelations, the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and the Unification Church, also known as Moonies. In these instances, the numbers refer to how many chosen ones on earth will be saved and sent to heaven, respectively. So yeah, it's one of those where she's just taking stuff. She's she's doing a Chuckarama buffet style. <laughs> a little She's Salt Lake a, City reference for yeah, you, a Golden Corral. Yeah. I go, I told my friend today at lunch, we ate at Chuckarama in Salt Lake City, and she goes, what's that? I go, it's like, it's like Golden Corral, but when we used to go when I was a kid. <laughs> it's like a place in time. It was good at the time. Oh, Very yeah. good, in fact. Fuck I yeah. was raving about it. Several hours later, I thought differently. Your ass was raving about it. <laughs> 
But you know, it's like where you take a little bit from here and a little bit from there mm-hmm. and a little bit from there. And it's like, oh, well, I have space stuff. And then let me walk over here to these religions and take this number. And then I'm going to walk over here and take the followers. And I'm going to walk. So it's like, you're going to make none of this up. It's, and it's classic cult stuff. Yeah. I think if you pepper in things that are familiar from other. True you know, popular, well-known, not fringe religions, then maybe people are more likely to be on board, even if not consciously, but like subconsciously, that sounds familiar to something you've been taught. So you're like, well, this sounds legit. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. No. Linda claims she is battling darkness with every naysayer she comes across, saying, You can't be a galactic commander because look at your body. You can't be that. Go smoke some more packs of cigarettes because your voice is masculine. You know how many people tell me that I can't be ascended being because I don't live in a mansion and show my riches? You're a demon, Linda. That's false light, Linda. That's like, okay, we just put on our skin suits and cloak ourselves because you guys judge us so bad. Linda even gestured toward herself in one video, saying, To you guys, this is a problem. For me, this is the greatest miracle that was ever created. This is Tesla technology. She also had a few warnings for Earthlings, including, There's a third of the population that has Avatar robot bodies. And, You guys' moon is an artificial construct. We found a moon believer. Lots to unpack. <laughs> we'll start at the beginning. This is one of the ones where she's doing like a bit and she's like, oh, they always tell me, Linda, you suck. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm like, she's doing voices. But also, again, I some of this I can I, I relate with. I don't think you should tell someone like you can't be something yes. because you don't look the way that I think that would look. She's got great points here. Then we get into half the population has avatar robot bodies and the moon's fake. So mm-hmm. that's where she lost me. You know what? Sometimes you get to talking to somebody and there's a <laughs> little inkling that you're like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. You don't have both feet on the ground. Uh oh. And that's, she does. She, she'll start off to her credit in some of these interviews. She does start off sounding, and I don't want to, I am trying to just sound like her. I don't want to do, make fun of her and do a caricature because I, that might just be how her voice sounds, but it's just mm-hmm. accurate. But you're right. I don't want anyone to say, oh, she couldn't really be a genuine religious leader that helps people. She's an asshole and mean to people. That's why <laughs> I think it was what everybody takes umbrage with. But it's an interesting, another cult tactic. I think it's very interesting here that she's telling her followers, oh, people are so mean to me. They're telling mm-hmm. me I'm a demon. They're mean to me about I'm my body. I'm a victim about my body. They're mean to me about my voice. There's aren't they awful? It's us versus them. And it's a, it's mm-hmm. another cult tactic that's manipulative. Yep. The end of day scenario may also have been a lucrative grift for Linda, as one survivor also told Warner. She puts out dates, she gets people panicked, they sell their things and run to her. In her videos, Linda is direct in telling her followers that they need to ignore their intuition in favor of what they hear from her mouth instead. In one video, she instructs, First, you have to recognize the Matrix programming so you can return to a place of fun. She also asks, Are you being manipulated? Absolutely. By yourself. In one clip, she is seen pointing at her head before saying, Tell this to shut up. This is always going to make you choose. Other footage shows Linda instructing her followers, Empty your mind out. Empty your mind out so I can fill it up with these 
wackadoo words. Yeah, and there's a lot of instances of your, if you have any doubt, that's just your manipulation. It's your earth body. The world ended in 2012. We couldn't even fit all of her, and this already be a long mini, so there's like way more fo- like views that she has where she tells people whatever evidence you see that's the opposite of this. You know, her theory is that we are all dead and we're all wandering the Akashic records of our mind. And she's like, if you ever get any inkling that this isn't true, that means that your meat sack is trying to trick you and trick your true you, which is in your mind. So you got to turn it off. Don't listen to the meat sack. Listen to me. (laughs) It's honestly makes me sad because I look at her and from videos like before 2019 she does appear to be more lucid and happier and yeah like happier and stuff you know if it came out that something tragic traumatic happened to her and things took a big shift i wouldn't be surprised and she looks like a small texas town woman that you and i see all the time like i mean she's when she was a little few years ago, she might be somebody I'd want to have a beer with on a front porch. She seems funny. Yeah. She, you know, and like it, but things have taken a turn and, and I don't think she even knows how to empty her mind out. It's so filled with so much stuff that I don't know that she could keep up with it. I don't think so. And I, it seems like because she does change certain things that she talks about and gets other folk, like she'll focus on Akashic record stuff and then later on be like, oh, but let me talk about this intergalactic federation. And then later on talk about something else. It's like she gets obsessed with things or like avatar robot bodies. Well, that's because a new avatar movie came out. Like you just, mm-hmm. it crops up and it becomes part of your mind. But I think this is another tactic where I do I hope because these never end well. I mean, a cult like this, Heaven's Gate, Love is One, it's not going to end well without earlier intervention. And when you have somebody that's going through this, not in a lucid state, and then also saying panicking people and getting them to give her money and taking advantage of others, it's like we always talk about that line between you were victimized, but now you're victimizing others. And like at some Mm -hmm. point, there's a line of responsibility. So telling people like, ignore your intuition, leave your family, give me your money. I'm the only answer. That's when it's like, I feel bad for her, but also she's her actions right now are being are actively dangerous. For sure. Yes. No, I, I don't Yeah. I feel more bad for the people that she's preying upon. And like love is one. It's like, give me your money. I'll help you. Yeah. And then um your loved ones leave your family in the middle of the night and take all your savings to give it to this lady. Yeah. And they all feel horrible. And to your point, like you, like mother God was abusive and horrible, but I still felt so bad for her son. You know, you, everybody knows that everybody was somebody before they were a cult leader, right? Like there's a family she left behind and whoever that is, it hasn't really been released, but there's probably somebody that was like, damn, I remember before she was like that. And I really Mm -hmm. miss her. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they they both were little girls at some point. Yeah, right. You know? Sinisterhood will be right back. Having first garnered a following on Facebook espousing her beliefs, Linda and her followers made their home in a trailer park about four hours west of Marietta several years ago. Since then, the group has grown and moved to the small Texas town where they live at a ranch they call the Emerald Sun City of Lights. They now even own the only restaurant in town after group members gave enough of their money and assets to Linda for her to buy the business. And also in the Crime Alert East Texas page, 
people posted and said not only did they buy land in Linden, which is a little bit out there, they bought more land in another neighboring town called Omaha. They've also bought the land in Marietta that they're calling this ranch. They bought the restaurant, and now it says they've also bought the feed store that's in the closest range in a place called Naples. So it's kind of a cluster in this county. And to answer your question earlier, yes, Marietta has a a mayor and a city council. Um, But it's these little small towns are kind of connected all by a county. And it may be that like one restaurant serves two or three of these small towns and one feed store. And now they own all of it. Mm -hmm. Also land, which people can build on, they can expand on. So when you get a fringe group like this with problematic beliefs, buying up huge swaths of land and businesses in one small area that doesn't lead to anywhere good. Yeah, and it's one of those like, well, it's one thing if it's like we're investing in the community, but then eh, it doesn't really seem like that that's what they're doing it for. It's like we are setting up for a doomsday scenario. Yeah. I also wonder if the people they're buying this from know who they're selling to. If if so, they have every right to say, no, we're not going to do this. I don't call me a naysayer. I don't think that they have some um, trust or an LLC or something that can't be traced back to what they really are. It's probably just Linda buying all this stuff. Oh, no, it's like so, open. It's And it's yeah, a known why fact. Why are you selling to him? If you don't want him to do this, don't fucking sell to him. The person that sold, I don't know what he sold, but uh, it says your place so i don't know if it was some of the land or this is the the i don't know what this person owned but they've sold something to the group they commented and said get a life people go to the cafe and meet them and then said fuck this guy already but said you should be more worried about men and women's sports and clothing and drag queens in front of children so this person can fuck off to the moon a hundred times yeah it took a fucking turn so they're already uh, unscrupulous uh what I would call a person with false equivalencies and a piece of shit and an idiot. But in response, someone said, we realize you're going to take up for them because they bought your place and they've been nice to y'all. But to think someone who says they're an alien is harmless is um, you're crazy. Have you not watched all the videos she put out? These people are unwanted in our areas and the numbers are growing every day. So everybody's kind of concerned. Someone said, I can't believe you knowingly sold to this woman. Did you know? And people are like, oh, did he? Did he? But he did not respond. He said, go. Yeah. I imagine he did. And I imagine that check. He didn't care when he saw the numbers. No, he did not. According to Warner, around a dozen followers live on the ranch. Those who have left and spoken with the cult hunter say that the conditions are nothing close to paradise and describe Linda's treatment of them as something closer to abuse. One of those abuses is sleep deprivation. Linda believes your light body only sleeps for two or three hours. In one of Warner's TikToks, a survivor tells him she works you from night to day. There's no sleep. Another survivor told Warner it was hard to describe just how awful she felt after all the sleep deprivation and forced tasks by Linda saying, by the time I left, I felt drained like my energy. I don't know how it works. Everybody's voice that talked to Warner just sounds beat down and exhausted. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't even like she was just like, I'm not even sure what happened. Like, it was just bad. And just to be it's what you said earlier, sleep deprived and then fed a bunch of nonsense. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. you're 
you're walking around like a zombie. Your mm-hmm. head is in the clouds. You feel foggy. Like you, it's, you can't even, you know, put two words together to form a sentence because you're, you're so out of it and you have to deprogram, go to oh, therapy, yeah. heal yourself. I mean, I, it makes me sad for people that bought into this leave it and then they're worse off than they were when they got into it and probably still looking for something and hopefully don't join something else like this right and that's exactly when they leave kind of they're ripe for somebody to come along and go well we have the Mm -hmm. answers now too the survivor went on to say that a member may only be allowed to sleep for an hour before linda would wake them up to embark on something like a mandatory 19-hour road trip with no rest breaks Another survivor confirmed, saying, Eating rules, sleeping rules. She doesn't allow people to sleep more than four hours. And if you need to sleep for more than four hours, then you're sick spiritually. The survivor also alleges that Linda has been administering psilocybin mushrooms in quantities sufficient to make members suffer unfortunate side effects. And there were uh, so far unsubstantiated by any major news outlet, but the allegations were that there were people were having seizures. Like it was they were being dosed in quantities beyond what's recommended and that they would be vomiting sick that Mm -hmm. the the mushrooms themselves weren't really the problem it was the quantities with which she was forcing it on people so she's drugging people to keep them under her thumb it seems yeah and then taking away a human bodily need to function like sleep affects everything else so you wear people down and then they're less likely to leave, less likely to argue with you. If anyone woke me up after an hour and said, you got to get in the car for 19 hours, I'm out. And that's what I mean. I will never join a cult that does that. Yeah, And that's crazy that the amount of sleep deprivation that she's doing, people, you start to get sick. You have to oh, sleep yeah. at some point. You can't keep people awake. They're going to start hallucinating. And then you're also giving them mushrooms. So this is when it goes from like, she's got these wacky YouTube videos to like, there are people under her physical control and fiscal control that they've given up all mm-hmm. their money to her. So you're out two, three hours from Dallas. You know, you're far away from Dallas, major areas that you can maybe get better access to better help that you're isolated on this ranch next to a star dimension and you have no money to get home and get help. No, and she presents everything in a way that it's, you know, she gaslights you. You're the problem. If you need more than a couple hours of sleep, then you're sick spiritually. No, we, I mean, six to eight hours of sleep is what they say. I need way more. Yes, we got like eight to ten. I feel pretty good. (laughs) I could never with like four hours of sleep is like a nap to me. So I'm out. But if you're in it and... She has you under your control like you're so tired you can't even put up a fight. It's true. I mean, my dad used to sleep in shifts like he would sleep like 8 p.m. to midnight and then work all night and sleep like 8 a.m. to noon because he delivered newspapers overnight. Mm -hmm. And the four hours solid. I mean, it was like, do not disturb. There was a game like an actual board game called Don't Wake Daddy. But that was just also our house was like, (laughs) don't make a noise. He has to get his sleep because it's so important. But even with that, he was still tired. Like he was exhausted because there's something about the uninterrupted. So if you have to do it for work, that's one thing. But to have somebody force that on you and the, the toll that it takes on your body physically is like that's i mean she's abusing them oh 100 if that's true yeah perhaps most disturbing of all 
is Linda's connection to a man convicted of distributing child sexual abuse material. According to Warner, around seven years ago, Linda started dating Mark Allen McNeely. Her name is mentioned in a 2021 decision in which McNeely attempted to appeal his conviction. Having pled guilty to 12 counts related to distribution, transportation, and receipt of the abuse materials at various times from 2013 to 2018, McNeely was sentenced on October 11, 2019. In the appeals decision, Linda is referred to as McNeely's girlfriend and mentioned as having attended an evidentiary hearing where she testified on his behalf via Zoom. The decision also discusses Linda's role in McNeely's case post-conviction, stating that he told Linda about his desire to appeal. She also testified that she tried contacting a court clerk on his behalf and wrote about McNeely's ordeal in her journal. Well, this is where it takes a turn. And the comments on that East Texas Crime Watch page were like, well, you should also know her boyfriend, whatever. And I found the appeals appeals court decision and it mentions her first middle last name. It's her. And yeah, she was she was really trying to root for this guy even after he pled guilty to 12 counts of federal charges. Yeah. Seven years ago was when he uh, got sentenced. So if obviously they were together before that, he clearly is an abuser as well. Mm -hmm. So you have to wonder, well, did he abuse her? Was she involved in the abuse he is serving time for? At the very least, she's wrapped up in a an abusive situation. And the fact that she's supporting him uh that's probably the biggest red flag for me. Yeah, it was one of those where initially when I heard, oh, she was dating a guy and then that guy was arrested for this distribution. I would never want to fault somebody who was like, oh, my God, this happened under my nose. This was awful. But the appeal, the appellate decision is pretty damning insofar as like she really went to bat for him several times in several capacities despite knowing this and this was not a simple just trading images online i believe it involved coercing parents mm. will be all i will say on that so it involved yeah. it involved manipulation coercion i don't know of her it doesn't say whether or not i mean she was obviously not arrested or involved as criminally but he clearly has the capacity to manipulate and convince people to do things that are way, way, way outside the norm and has been federally criminally convicted for that. Like he pled guilty, too. That's the problem is like, lady, he said he did it. Oh, I I'm sure she knows that he did it. My biggest concern is he gets out and he comes back to a ready made cult that he can just get his hands right back into. And he was excited about. Yes. The appeals decision does note that Linda was not living in Montana at this time, though it does not say where she was. An audio obtained by Warner, another woman who had been involved with McNeely, claims he floated the idea of starting a cult with her, but she took it as a joke. McNeely is eligible for release in 2029. Some members of local Crime Watch pages have expressed fear that he may come to live with Linda in Marietta once he has completed his sentence. And I would be concerned about that as well as a resident. Absolutely. Yeah. Sinisterhood will be right back. One commenter on YouTube lamented how badly the group has affected their mother-in-law, writing, 
This cult, particularly Linda, has entirely changed my mother-in-law. She literally parrots Linda's views and beliefs that she's a pilot of a galactic vessel. Incredibly, she also speaks star language. The profundity slash Latter-day Saint slash New Age mashup has some spiritual education accuracies to it, and that sucks people in. With my stepmom, first it was Charlie Ward, then Q, and now she's stuck with this cult. It's destroyed my girlfriend emotionally as her mother is simply not present and therefore we feel we've lost her. People think she's doing no harm, but it really is. I see there's also criminality with regard to Linda's partner and now victims coming forward about abuse and forced psychedelic overdoses on the ranch. Ultimately, the truth will come out about this organized crime, but many people will likely need exit therapy to get out of it. This is when you see how sad it really is, because while everything that's going on in the cult is awful, the people's families that you've lost your mother, you've lost your mother-in-law, and this is the third like cult, you know, I mean, obviously it's a pattern with her. So to imagine just going over the years of having to, to deal with someone that believes all of this and is so dug in. It's just super sad to think that you could lose your parent to something like this. Definitely. I mean, they mentioned QAnon and it was just echoes of that QAnon when we covered that or Love Has Won, mm-hmm. where that woman talked about her husband was leaving dinner with their kids to like go watch these live streams. And I think you're right. It becomes an obsession with some people and they get fixated on it. And when it dissolves and collapses like Q, where they're like, oh, we know QAnon's not real. It was like, oh, well, that's fine. It doesn't matter because did you know Linda Good McGillis can drive the There's Starship always Earth? one to pick up the pieces. And we'll tell you. Seems. Oh, the people before me were all lying and made it up. And the star language. I feel like we've uh, let you all down, but she speaks a... It's like speaking in tongues, but I think... And it's just kind of like... It sounds like Simon talking. Like a baby. Yeah, it's like babbling, but they're like... She's like, I'm getting a transmission. And you can't like argue with it. So, And that you imagine that your mom comes in from watching a YouTube video and is like... Like, it's horrifying. And you're like, what? I, yeah. Another commenter described their eerily similar experience. This has been the experience with my brother. The parroting of Linda's words and speaking light language is exactly the same. When I mentioned that I'd found Linda's thoughts questionable, condescending, and sometimes abusive on some of their YouTube videos, he was quick to defend her and the people at the ranch, calling them his family and brothers and sisters. He's never met any of them in person. All of their free-to-view YouTube videos were removed by them recently, and they only have a cooking show, which they share from time to time on YouTube and Facebook, content that has nothing to do with what Linda usually preaches about. The timing of all this coincided with the launch of their private Facebook group that charges a $50 monthly self-investment to connect to Linda and the ranch online. For now, the group has made its videos private. Writing on March 14th, just as TikTok interest was gaining traction. Dear valued subscribers and viewers, with the advice by legal representation, we've privatized all videos due to a group of people doing criminal conduct, vicious intent, and copyright infringement. We will continue to post and do videos. However, they will be immediately privatized until this criminal case is settled. The Profundity Yours team and Linda Good McGillis. Criminal is capitalized in that. It's got to be vicious. Um, Yeah. Vicious is also capitalized from a legal uh, perspective. 
do they have like is somebody violating copyright infringement the only thing i can think and this this also would nest under so what do we think but okay so what do we think and let's now talk about and it. we'll talk about it. yeah so th- what i think happened is she was doing all this the pandemic she was kind of you know fumbling around trying to be a spiritual leader the pandemic happened she started getting followers she really got her hooks into the followers she made this proclamation that March 20th is or whatever day it was the this March solstice was go time we're all going to ascend whatever one six days before that she makes everything private because if you look at the Google search trends for profundity years it's like pretty much a flat line until early March of 2023 when Siren Warner's video started going viral on TikTok so then people started googling it so then I started noticing like early articles would just be like stump articles would be like a very short like oh uh, a new cult's going viral on TikTok very little is known they're in Texas and then the next one and the next one the next one so I think as she saw that they were getting more it was like pro and con like followers yes Mm -hmm. but also like detractors and i think there's no way that she didn't find sierra warner's videos and i think that's who she's referring to in this paragraph oh yeah because i think somebody alerted her to it if she didn't see it herself or they have you know a google alert on her own name um but yeah if she said that a vicious intent and copyright infringement i would argue everything he's used has been fair use he's reposted without commentary some of her stuff on youtube and that could be dicey and they would just have to do like a dmca takedown you know you just say to youtube i own this video it's me talking and this guy doesn't have any rights to it granted if it was like a clip of her talking and then him talking and analyzing it or doing you know that's how react videos get away with it because it's Mm -hmm. fair use for commentary so that would be it. But I think what it is is that she privatized everything to A, make the 50 bucks a month, and B, because she knew that the pressure, the negative pressure was getting on her. And then especially if you look at some of the local um, Facebook, not Facebook, yeah, the local like crime watch groups and posts that people have made, they're very concerned and said like, I am concerned. People are saying, who gives a shit? And they're like, this is the next uh, Heaven's Gate, Waco, Jonestown, like we think that it is coming here. And especially with this criminal element of the ex-boyfriend, there are some residents seem on high alert while others are like, who gives a shit? And I'm like, you should give a shit. I would give a shit if I lived there, especially uh, when is he up for parole? 2029? Yeah, pretty soon. I mean, that's, that's not that long away. I... I feel like this has the propensity to get real out of control real fast if it's not stopped and how it gets stopped. I don't have the answer to that. I feel like of all the places to start a cult, uh, a rural small town in Texas, there's going to be a fleet of weapons. I know. My thing is like, what do you think is going to happen? But the problem is, and it's like with Branch Davidians, I think they kind of go, well, this is like land nobody's really using. Like we can like move in. It also has, what's that called? I followed for a while. Rajneesh Pure. I didn't follow oh, them. The wild, wild country. Listen, one. I accidentally used their tarot cards for like three years, but the similar to that, where you're like, you find an area that's small enough and just be like, we mm-hmm. can strong arm these people. If we get a hundred, if you brought 144,000 people, you would be able to control every election. I mean, mayor, city council, all that, that's yours. You just basically strong arm your way into a town. So the people going, Oh, who gives a shit? Like live and let live. First of all, you don't think that about everything. Andy Smoke, seller of something to people who posted on right. Facebook and was talking shit. But it's like you don't you feel that way now. But it's going to be like, why didn't nobody do anything sooner? 
Mm-hmm. And hopefully, yeah, there's going to be a lot of Monday morning quarterbacks when shit goes real wrong, real which wrong. hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully, we're all wrong and this just fizzles out and, you know, it kind of goes away. Uh, I don't know. I hope goes away in a way that is in isn't, a good way. Like in a, in just, a yeah. she Harmful. just like disbands. People get to go back to their homes and she gets whatever mm-hmm. help she needs and like disassociates herself from this like horrible child predator that's yes. looming. His, his return is looming. So someone on one last thing, someone on the Facebook group said the FBI is aware. Is that true? I don't okay. know. I hope so. You know, I don't know. I bet the FBI watches TikTok. I mean, like, oh, yeah. this TikTok and like this boots on the ground kind of grassroots journalism that's taking off. You can get into a lot of places you couldn't as a, a big news truck showing up. You know, this guy's mm-hmm. just using his phone walking around the town. You get like Channel 5 showing up. That's, you know, that alerts everybody. But when you can kind of blend in and get like behind the scenes stuff, the FBI sees that might be helpful to them i wonder yeah i wonder if they have alerts on or just watching her because of her you know connection to this other guy yeah in heaven's gate yeah for sure well hopefully it all ends well for everyone and the good residents of marietta can have their old town cafe back right and their small town way of life before things get real bad you can park your spaceship here but just don't muck with my grits That's all. Right? Well, if you like our free episodes, you'll love our Patreon bonus content. You can join for free to see what we're up to next or dive into over 500 hours of bonus content, like the mini-sode you heard today, as well as our upcoming mini-sode on the tragedy behind that dress that had everyone on the internet asking, is it yellow and white or blue and black? For recent patrons, thank you so much for supporting the show and make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-out. And you can head to SinisterHood.com and click shop on the top banner to check out merch like t-shirts, mugs, totes, stickers, and even clothes for your kiddos. While you're there, you can also review the show, follow us on socials, and check out the episode description for more fun like topic-based playlists and links to live show tickets. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod. You can like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. We're also on YouTube and TikTok. And if you want to get us on Cameo, we can do a custom video shout out. Uh, We can say happy birthday, happy anniversary. Any message you want us to send, uh, just hit us up on Cameo.com and search Sinisterhood. Christy, where are you at online? I am on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace. And I am on TikTok at Christy or GTFO. Heather? Um, pretty much everywhere at Heather versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shout outs. Melissa Baker. Kristen Lane. Janine Ferguson. Kate Shirley. Jolie. Jennifer L. Sprandle. Aaron M. Donahue. Candace Faria. Nicole Watkins. Kira Mickelson. Emma Hernandez. Maddie Poloni. And Lizzie Birmingham. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We could not do this without you. We sincerely appreciate all your love and support. We hope we pronounce your names correctly. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. Mwahaha. <laughs> Sinister.